and I'm Daryl, and we're back. We went long. Yeah. Um, here we are. Yeah, we we're did. We're gonna finish out. So uh, yeah, we figured we'd split this into two easy to leave you guys digestible mini so mini so after episodes. the normal episode. Right. Because you always need more buds. Always. I need more buds. Like um, I only I get know. one a week, and it's because we don't have time to do more I than know. one a week. We could totally talk. Hours, uh, we could have done a week. whole episode just on Raw if yeah. we would have done it if like we, Tuesday morning. Right. right. Or right after. Yeah, we could have. Right so. after seems because we'd be tired. Right. Well, I know, but shit. I'm just saying. This is a hypothetical world anyway. Oh, so. I like this hypothetical world. Right. We should move there. We should. <laughs> Let's go on a rocket ship. We don't ship. have to wake up in the morning and go to jobs. and Like just no sleep. Yeah. 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 That's always been there. That would be the best. Although if that happened, you know what would happen is we'd, we'd turn into a society where we all work 16 and 20 hours a week. Yeah. Or a day, I mean. That's what would happen. That's true. That's how society would go if we didn't sleep. That's true. Yeah. That would be lame. I would be able to handle 12s if I didn't have to sleep. If I had 12... I don't know, man. My job's pretty mentally exhausting. Mine like, is too, but like... But just imagine if you didn't have to sleep, though. Imagine all the nights anyway. without sleep. Oh. Right. Wow. Okay. Uh, well, topic wrestling. Way. Um, <laughs> wrestling. So this is wrestling. We're gonna talk. We're wrestling off podcast. This, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's what you get here on buds. Um, so we'll start off with news and rumors. Um, I'd like to start off with one because um, we kind of, I kind, we kind of teased it at the beginning of. Just a the first episode, just, the just tip. a little, just the tip. Um, and I don't know if you saw this or not. I don't know if it did. Agree. But Stone Cold had commented on that Roman Reigns should be a heel. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember what news outlet it was, but they asked Roman about that. Oh, I didn't hear about this part though. Okay, yeah. So they asked. I know about Stone Cold talking about him. I heard right. what he said, but okay. I don't so know about Roman this. responded. Um, Basically, you know, everyone that knows the business thinks they know what's good for the business. Uh, do I, you know, does he agree with Stone Cold? Maybe, maybe not. But at the end of the day, Stone Cold's not my boss. So basically, the way, you know, to round that up is he basically said, yeah, I know. I'm doing what I'm told. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, I. this is what Vince wants. This is, this is what I'm gonna, told to do, so this yeah. is what I do because I need a paycheck. Yeah. So, and I like my paycheck because I'm sure he gets paid well. Uh, I would think so. Outside of you know the Brock Cena guys, I mean, level guys, I'm sure he's one of the top paid. Yeah, I mean he has. He still has good merchandise numbers, as far as I know. I mean, he, kids love the guy. He has bulletproof vest money. We don't have bulletproof vest money. Like, it's true. I don't. You know, we don't. No, I can't afford any kind of vest, let alone a bulletproof one. Right. <clears throat> I'm not a vest money kind of guy. I don't yeah. have vest kind of monies available yeah. for me. I don't All think right. I would look good in a vest. Me either. But me either, especially it may be a bulletproof one though. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guns with no shirt on underneath, and the guns popped out, the safety right. off, like cacao, man. That's true. All right, so what else you got for me? News and rumors. Uh, news and rumors. News and rumors. Um, All right, so last week we were told that CM Punk is going to be at uh, All All In. In. Not at All In. Necessarily, he's going to be PWTs, but so there is another another thing about CM Punk, and he also has a match coming up here in a few weeks. A a UFC Uh, match, not a wrestling match. Right, he has a UFC match. Here's another interesting thing. I'm excited because I haven't heard anything else about CM Punk. What else? And 
he um, he is going to be going to trial in oh. the case with uh, WWE. Oh. They're supposed to go to trial by the end of the month, so... So she shows up at All In as well just to stick it to Vince a little bit more? Right. I mean, yeah. But they're talking, they're going to try to get it See what postponed until after the fight because, I mean, this next whatever, however long until, you know, the fight... Couple weeks. Is something like that, month maybe. It's the middle of June, I think. Something so like, yeah. around a month ish. Yeah. Fourteenth um, is what sticks in my mind. But yeah. that could be something I don't know. Not related. No. I yeah, know. I think that's not it's related. something. Who knows? That's flag right, it's whatever. Um, Anyways. But yeah, so he's going to trial. Um so yeah, I could definitely see him showing up at all in mm-hmm. two just to stick it in stick it to Vince and Triple H. Signs with Ring of Honor. Yeah. Um let's see, what else? Oh, um, there was also rumors WWE stock went up a lot today. Oh, nice! Um, apparently, there are rumors that NBC wants to keep Raw and only Raw, mm. but they want to pay them three times their deal that they have now. Right. Just to have Raw. Just to have Raw. So they could shop SmackDown out. Right. To Fox or wherever. Yeah. Sci-Fi. Yeah. Wherever they want. Wherever it will take them. TNT. I mean, Fox could take SmackDown. You could have and put them what, on What Tuesdays. are big shows on Fox? I don't know TV stuff anymore. Uh, do they, does any, like, does Fox shows currently do numbers comparable with what SmackDown does on a weekly basis? I mean, I, maybe. Okay. I don't know. I'm just I, curious. I don't, I, That's how see, I feel I watch about it, that. Yeah. Does it make sense to have it on your programming? And right. is that is, is drawing more and viewers well, on think average it's than your be, current programs? Yeah. And they think it's going to be you'll get even more numbers going on main television, too. Right, you if know. you go over to a Fox, for example. Right, you know, where they're bringing in three million now, they might at least bring in four. What just if they took Raw with USA and moved it over to NBC proper? That would be dope. I doubt it happens. I doubt it happens, either. They could probably get three million again. Or four. I think they could get four on an NBC, ABC, Fox. If they cut it to two and a half. They could average four. Yeah. Well, Fox wanted to cut it to two. I'd rather see two and a half for Raw, honestly. At least I mean, I would two. too, but two, the problem two, is they already Two's have. not enough for Raw. There's too many wrestlers on Raw for two. Well, you can Three get you bored that. at some point. I mean, this doesn't I happen mean, until so. the end of next year. That's so true. So you've got plenty of time to rearrange however you Start want. Start another brand, damn it. But could you imagine if one goes to NBC proper, one goes to Fox proper, and even if they're on different nights, they compete against each other. And then they start another every, brand altogether, and they yeah. call it NZT. And okay, I it's don't, also <laughs> developmental. Yeah, but it's different, right? And that it's yeah not NXT because it has a Z. See, I would love to see NXT partnered. Even if if SmackDown went to Fox, and then you put NXT on Fox Sports One, even I think that would be fun. But just it would uh, it would expand viewership to people who still have cable satellite right. or like access to it through like the Hulu services or right. there's tons of those things these days. Yeah, yeah, I think we get it on <clears throat> Hulu. That's why I don't know right. really what shows are on what networks because I just watch it all on Hulu and I don't give a damn what network. It's network on doesn't anymore. make any. Yeah, it doesn't. It's not like it was when I was a kid. It mattered. Right. Like there's uh, you know certain certain networks. You always knew if they put something new out, you wanted to watch it just because mm-hmm. of the network it was. And now, granted, as a kid, we're talking like Nickelodeon. Yeah. Because it's like they came out swinging with like Doug, Rugrats, and Ren and Stimpy. 
and then they're like, oh, here's another Nicktoon, and we're like, wait, what? This right. is going to be amazing, and everybody's hyped, and then mm-hmm. it's dope, and yep. then they added another, and, and another, we had and Rocco, and Hey Arnold, and, uh, Real Monsters. Yeah. Ah! Real Monsters. Yeah. That was dope. So good. Now we're talking about um, cartoons. I know. This is a wrestling podcast, in case sometimes. you were wondering. Sometimes. We talk uh, about wrestling. Yeah. <clears throat> um, we should start saying that. Yeah. Most of the time we talk about wrestling. <laughs> Most of the time. Most. Well, I think the joke is um, sometimes. Right. You tell us what you think. Yeah. Listeners. Um, okay, so. We'll give you oh, a Twitter handle. I saw another ridiculous point. rumor. This one is so ridiculous. And uh, the Young Bucks, I mean, they shot it down right away. But it was hilarious. Someone was try- trying to start a rumor that they themselves were buying all the tickets and putting them on StubHub to make it sell out the first day. Come on, people. Right. <laughs> like. That's ridiculous. Like, Cody is not sitting there with 20 computers buying all the tickets or whatever, you know. It, no. The only Damn right he's not even paid somebody to do it. 250 yeah. somebodies from the last number I heard. I guess. Okay. But yeah. If I knew ridiculous. how to delete a comment thing from Twitter, I would delete the post about my anger. Uh-huh. Because at the end of the day, there was only 250 of those tickets that went yeah. up. So my anger is diminished. Right. I mean, yeah, I'm still upset more... that we didn't get the good seats. Right. But I was mad, more mad about the website. I mean, I was never mad at anything else but the website. They were not anticipating yeah. 10,000 people buying tickets which boggles my mind because you're selling tickets for a venue that houses 10,000 people so you should expect 10,000 people would want to buy those tickets potentially and have a network that's able to handle it shame on you this is 2018 I went to a place today that only accepted cash what the fuck is that it's 2018 who carries cash I just bought tickets drug dealers that's who carries cash I forgot how easy getting tickets are like after last weekend's experience I bought tickets to Modest Mouse okay. up at the Akron Civic Center this nice. week. And, that's nice. uh, Wait, when's that concert? The end of September. Nice, that's cool. Yeah, not a good month. Yeah, that'd um, be sweet. Too but, sweet. yeah, I I got the email, and from the time I got the email until the tickets were in my inbox was maybe three minutes. Oh, yeah. Like, when, when I bought tickets to the concert we're going to on Saturday in Toledo, yeah. uh, when we go see once over, we um like it took me a minute and a half, and I had to do a whole registration deal on their website real quick. Nice. And uh, yeah, I mean it was like done. There's your tickets. Nice. I don't remember to print those tomorrow. Yeah, you should do that. I don't think they have electronic versions. I'll check that. Yeah, you should do that. Yeah. Um. All right. So next, uh, excuse me. We have some. Uh, that was gross. Some dating news. If you didn't see John Cena and Carmella? No. Oh. No, we talked about that before. Oh. No. Damn, uh, I thought it was like gonna be One Miss Sonia Deville and Ooh, what lady friend Seth is she Rollins' ex girlfriend. Right. Zara Schreiber. Okay. You caught me off guard because when you said Seth Rollins, I was like, wait, I thought yeah. she was in the chicks, but then you said ex yeah. and I'm like, okay, gotcha. Yeah. His ex girlfriend. I did not see that. I saw a thing for the headline on YouTube when mm-hmm. I was on to watch Rick Steiner and uh, cause WWE was being a dick on my phone mm-hmm. I was watching it work at lunch like I told you and so yeah I was looking and it had like the outline with the shadowy face uh-huh. thing that looks like uh, 
TJP all the fucking time, and I was right. like, which celebrity superstars they do now? And I'm like, I don't have time to watch that, but I do want to yeah. know. And now you've told me. Nice. Thank yeah. you, bro. Yeah, so it's those two. Um, this is, the, yeah, the same woman that leaked the, uh, or tweeted or whatever, this nude picture of Seth Rollins. Um, oh, that ex-girlfriend. Yeah, that oh, ex-girlfriend. Oh, okay. Yeah. And now with Sonya. Yeah. Good but the them. reason it came out... I hope they're in love. And it's kind of it's kind of a cool story. Um, the reason it came out, apparently she she went on Twitter, Zara, and her... Um, she said she had dated a woman before, and she told her mom, and her mom like just wouldn't talk to her, completely dismissed the fact, blah, blah, blah. Well, this time she told her again and said she really liked her and told her who she was. And her mom actually texted her on Tuesday morning and said... Hey, what time does your girlfriend wrestle? I'd really like to see see her perform. And so, like, it showed that her mom was actually accepting of her and stuff. So it was a really cool That's story. Cool. That is cool. You know, I um, hope that uh that they they're happy. Right. Yeah. And she's a babe too. Yeah. Good for Sonya. Yeah. <laughs> good for both of them. Man. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying. Good I mean, for that Sonya. seems cool. Like that legit sounds like a, a good yeah. story of people wanting to. Yeah, it was a nice. You know, Nice feel good story. Yeah. You know, when you don't get enough. When the older generation days, is more accepting, it's, it's awesome. It's good because yeah. yeah, most of them are not. Yeah, no offense. No, but that's just that's always there, and you always worry about. I mean, it's from our generation. I mean, we're in yeah. our thirties. You're in our lower thirties. I guess right. I'm in my mid thirties, and you're in your lower thirties, technically. But like still, still, the point but still anyway. stands, dude. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, like our generation, like. Telling something like that to your mom can be a mm-hmm. very scary proposition. Right. Yeah. I don't think I would have, like, if I was gay, I wouldn't have cared enough, like, whatever. Yeah, I'm gay, mom, deal with it. Yeah. I don't think I would have cared to tell her. Like, I don't think it would have been that big of a deal. Right. But I wasn't born that way, unfortunately. Right. I was born straight, so. <laughs> unfortunately. I, I like that. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's not. I don't know. Like, yeah. I, I like being married to my yeah. wife. It's That's pretty true. dope, so yeah. I like that. That's cool. That's true. It works for me. It's right. my, my deal, man. Um, That's what floats my boat. So, all right. What else you got for so me? moving on. Mm-hmm. Uh, one Bubba Ray Dudley. I like him. He tweeted out that he wants or has pitched a game show mm-hmm. to the WWE Network mm-hmm. called Superstar Squares. Like Hollywood Squares, but with right. WWE Superstar. Now, would the players be normal people? Players would be fans. So they could do this then, at like live shows and yeah. stuff, like pull some random fans backstage or mm-hmm. like sell a VIP ticket that gets you right. a chance to get on a show or be in the, right. that audience yeah. for that show or whatever right. before the... And you still get enough time to go up for the you know the rest of the pre-show and then get your seats before the main card starts. Right, that could be cool. It would be cool. I might um, be willing to pay a little bit more for that opportunity. Yeah, especially to hang out and watch it regardless of the prices yeah. and where it's at and yeah. what else I've got going on that day. If I right. have to do something before the show, right. which I but guess would only be if it's a house show, and they're probably going to do these at like TV tapings where they've already I'd got cameras and shit. At a house show. Yeah, and that means they got to take the extra camera equipment and stuff to do the extra sets to do it, yeah. like. Well, I mean, you'd still have to take them to Raw or SmackDown, too. But they're already taking sets and cameras and stuff. Yeah. They don't have to take I mean, anything extra take, for that except that yeah. one set for that Well, they show. still take, I mean, they have a couple cameras and, yeah, the one set. I mean, I don't know. What's one more truck? Really? I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know depends, how WWE's yeah. financials work and right. how profitable a house show is. Sure. Maybe they barely make bank on those. I don't, right. I, I, don't, I, don't I don't know. I don't know their financials, I couldn't right. say. Um... 
Um, it's just the thought yeah. I had. It just seems yeah. like you would have to make an educated business decision that neither right. of us are in the place to make for this business because right. I don't know their right. financials. So right. I, I guess figure, we can move on from Given that. the time and resources, I could figure it out. But I mean, it doesn't seem like it would be that much when you put it in the terms of what's one more truck because really, right. if you're just talking a small set and a camera, you need like a tiny U-Haul for a size truck for right. that. Like, there might be room. I don't know. I mean, honestly, you'd probably hook a trailer to the back of my Kia, and I could drag it to wherever the next show is. Right. And then I get good gas mileage, there too. Right. And I like my car. It's dope. Right. All right, so the uh, the last rumor <clears throat> I have, or oh, news, so fucking bad. is um, Titus O'Neil also tweeted out today. Oh, okay, what did he have to say on uh, the on the, on the interwebs? It was a big, long paragraph about... Oh, T-O-D-R? Something, yeah, something got... You know, this is how I got here and blah, blah, blah. But, uh, yeah, TLDR, he's joining the Marvel Universe. He's oh. going to be, he says he's doing something with them. And he said, see you soon, Batista. So, I don't know if he's going to end up. Why him? Like, I don't know. What character is not already there that he plays? I, I don't know, know the Marvel Universe um, well enough. I to... don't either. But he said, see you soon, Dave. So, maybe it's a new for Guardians 3 here. You know, I don't know when that's going to start taping, but... I Did you see the second one? Yeah. It was really good. It was really good. I don't think it was as oh. good as the first, but... No, but it was still really good. Mm-hmm. Um, like Finding Nemo and Finding Dory. Yeah. Finding Nemo was a little bit better, but right. they were both really excellent movies. Right. There's other examples, yeah. but nonetheless, moving right along. So, but yeah. Moving right along. So I don't know what he would do, but I think... I mean, I think he's a good guy for it. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, he is. Big yeah. guy, mm-hmm. huge smile. Mm-hmm. Like it makes sense. I mean, I guess I can see. It. I mean, everything I can, I've heard, he's just a good guy. It's going to depend on the character he's playing. Yeah, for me, if right. he's fit for whatever Marvel right. character, and it might be some superhero I have no knowledge of because right. I'm not an expert on superheroes. Right. I'm a nerd in a lot of places. That's not one. Yeah. Superheroes and Star Trek are not areas my nerdum expands to. Right. Star Trek's too intimidating. And Doctor Who. That one's way too intimidating. Yeah. I ain't got time for that. What else? Um, that's all I had for okay. and rumors. So I need to take a step back. Okay. Since this is the bonus episode, we're going to give everybody a bonus. Okay. We're going to go back and we're going to talk about Shinsuke Nura and Nakamura, Shinsuke Nura, Shinsuke yeah. Nakamura and AJ Styles. And more about AJ Styles' promo before he came out. Did you hear the bullshit okay. the dude was saying? It was like so like scripted out, it was ridiculous. And then he was actually like, or was it Nakamura? Don't be silly. What the fuck? It was AJ? He's being silly, and I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? Don't say silly. Oh, he's silly. Silly. He's a silly goose. Yeah. It was. It was the whole thing was bad. I hated it. Yeah. That's a bonus for you buds that listen to the to the this. I don't. Forgot what we're calling it. What? This. The bonus. Bigger, longer, and buds. Yeah. Because yep. you guys are our buds. Right. Yeah, and Daryl's wrestling podcast right. of wrestling awesomeness. We watch wrestling. We do. We talk about it. That's what we're doing now. You. But you forgot. Right. So are we moving on to? Have, well, I was gonna say, do you have any more news and rumors? Um, I didn't look. Okay. So I don't. That's right. Um. Well, then I do want to go back to. Okay. Um, we got time. I mean. I know. Yeah, all the time right. we want, really. This is my little bonus. Okay. So, I mean, I know my my first pick for Money in the Bank was Andrade Cien mm-hmm. Almas. Yeah. And uh, 
But I came up with this idea after we quit recording last week. Okay, yeah, you mentioned and that you had this. Okay, I forgot. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna kick back for yeah. story time here. So basically, my idea is Braun wins Money in the Bank. Okay, I'm Braun not against Stern. that. Right? Does he turn heel again? Um, no. Then he can't. No. Listen. Not I guess he can. He's Braun. Yeah, he can. <coughs> He's yeah, Braun. Braun. Braun can do He's anything. face. He does it. He can do At anything. this time, you know, uh, I'd say we do this, I don't know, maybe the July pay-per-view or whatever. And Braun wins money in the bank, says he's going to, he wants Lesnar to show up at the July pay-per-view. Armageddon. Armageddon. Uh, we'll call it Great American Bash. Great Balls July. of Fire. Great Balls of Fire, yeah. That was I want that July. Okay. I like that. Great Balls of Fire 2, Electric Boogaloo. Electric Boogaloo. <clears throat> so, yeah, he says he's going to cash in. He wants to challenge Brock. Mm-hmm. Right. At Great Balls 2. And then he does. And, no. Oh. Brock doesn't show. No, oh. Brock. He's like, I'm not coming to this shitty pay-per-view. Fuck that. Like, he's in Brock Lesnar. What are you going to do about it? That's so... The next Monday night on Raw, Braun Strowman being... I can't, I can't dude. Like this, I love this, it. This, but this depends upon Brock Lesnar kayfabing. I know. He's going to pay half a million dollars. Of course he's going to be a big rolls of fire and make I know, half a million but, dollars. You know, he's like, I got to bang... I want this, though. I'm already on board so right. much. Go, he's like, continue. He's I'm sorry. Like, you know, I, I got to bang... I really can't right. say that. Like, no. Sable's really horny. I got to bang her. <laughs> I'm not coming. Like, deal with it, Braun. Right. So... <laughs> that's fucking ridiculous dude that's the worst excuse ever to not make half a million yeah. dollars yeah, no, yeah it's Sable no no um, it's Sable in 2018 still it's Sable like anyway so well I guess her distances and ages the, have not changed because right. I've also ate right that's true maybe um, I don't know half a million dollars is a lot of fucking money I know well yeah but if you but already have shit to Brock a half Lesnar. million dollars that's the thing that ain't shit to Brock Lesnar exactly though. Half a million dollars to him is right. Like, so I guess I'm on board with this. Right. He's staying home to fuck his wife. Ten, yeah, that's like five thousand dollars. This is his wife. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, so like, actually, right. I would pass and go to work for well, five yeah. grand, dude. Yeah, I know. But still, I fuck my wife after. But you got to fight Bra- Braun Strowman. I mean, all oh, for five thousand dollars. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. So that basically what boils that part Would you fight it. Braun Strowman for five thousand dollars? No, I would not. Okay. No. <laughs> there you go. Well, how long's the match, and is there any like extra? Is it just a match? It's yeah, but it's a Braun Strowman match where he's gonna beat the shit out of you for like a minute and a half for five grand. And then he, no, look he, at me. He plays cat and mouse. Have you seen Braun Strowman? He plays cat and mouse. He fucks with you. How long for me before I'm out? Still, the ref calls the match, dude. I give it a minute and a half tops. I doubt I make it that long. But yeah, still, okay. I'll, go, I'll do a match, a straight up one-on-one, just a standard okay. ref match, right. no interference, nobody, right. me, one-on-one. Yeah, I'll do that for fucking five grand. Absolutely. Right. He can I, kick my ass yeah. and knock me out for $5,000. Yeah. All right. I don't Hell think yeah. I would, but Hell anyway. Yeah. All day, every day. Anyway, back to my story. <laughs> so Brock doesn't show up to the pay-per-view. Braun's pissed. Mm-hmm. Braun gets in a fucking helicopter with a wrestling ring underneath of it. Because this is Braun. He's so outrageous. Yeah. Like, he knows no, everything. So he just shows up with a wrestling ring up to goddamn Saskatchewan or wherever Brock's farm is. I thought he lived in Minnesota. 
No, he moved. He bought oh, like a, like a hundred acres up on this farm in like Saskatchewan. That sounds dope. So you take, Good for right, you, Brock Lesnar. So you take this That's wrestling dream, right. Man. So you take this wrestling ring, drop it in the me- middle of his goddamn farm. Mm-hmm. Braun repels out of the uh, helicopter down into the, the ring. ring. Right. Goes in the house, pulls fucking Brock Lesnar out. Oh, and he has a referee with him. He has to have a referee with him. And he Obviously, because right. he has to have the ref Obviously. to cash in. Right. And then, he, you know, pulls, beats the shit out of Brock with something, you know, a cow, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, picks up one of Brock's cows and fucking hits him with it. T- tears him out of the house, like, rips him out of Sable. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever. And beats the shit out of him all the way to the ring. Okay, yeah. Ref has a bell sound one, two, or something. One, two, three. wins the Brian match. Braun gets pulled back up to the goddamn helicopter with the belt. They take the ring and they just fucking go. And he brings the Universal title back to... The pay-per-view. The WrestleMania or whatever. Right. Yeah. The pay-per-view. Summer and he Slam. shows up. Yeah. Okay, so... But, so that's my idea. I like it, but I'm going to tweak a little bit. Okay. It's not... The helicopter just doesn't have a ring underneath it. It has uh-huh. a mini... Um, it's called ring a giant like, box that has the entire ringside area, including like cameraman sending uh-huh. this straight to the network. It's a live network special. Right. Like, well, I mean, it's at the pay-per-view, so there's cameramen, like yeah. the announcers, there's the... Uh, like, you get... I don't like the NXT announcers to do this one mm-hmm. match or something. Right. Or you get... No, this is where you bring back, like, JR and the King. Because yeah. they come back and do, like, one match anyways. Right. So you put them in this match, so they're up there in this fucking box thing that the helicopter's yeah. flying around. Yeah. And they're calling all of this as it's happening. Like, oh, my God, the helicopter's taking off. We're flying out to Brock Lesnar's house. I can't believe it, King. Right. And it's fucking amazing. That would be so good. So yeah. that's my like, only tweak to your if story. You won't and then come to the that, arena, I'll bring the arena to you. Right, and he just brings yeah. like in like five rows of fans <laughs> deep or so. That'd like so it's a special one time right. wrestling experience. Right. No, I mean, they couldn't do the insurance would be so fucking Yeah, ridiculous. it would. But Okay. Have fun. Uh love you. Yeah. So I love you, Bob. I love you. Oh, yeah. It's 99. So number 99. 99. Yeah. So, I guess for a recap to uh, all the buds, if there's any new buds out there, um, we are going through Bleacher Report's top 100 um, wrestlers of all time. I do believe this list might be from like 2012, 2013, whatever. Slightly outdated, but so, it'll work yeah. for now. We'll do another one. As soon as this one's done, yeah. we're going to do another list anyway. So, right. Um, or do two at a time, I think so, we decided. Yeah. Anyways. So what we're doing is we're going to go through this reverse order, starting with 100 and uh, you know ending with one. And we're each picking a match and from this said wrestler. And we're going to watch it on our own. And then tell each other about it and rate it, review it, all that fun stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, so number one hundred. One hundred was. Uh, it's been a week, man. Eddie Gilbert. Oh yeah, Eddie Gilbert. Actually, it's only been four days, but Eddie Gilbert, the man, um, the myth, right? The so, wrestler. if you guys want to listen to that, uh, you should go listen to. You it. can go back and listen. You to You probably it. do. Um, it was the last episode, episode five. Yeah. The Bud Spire tri- Strikes Back. Strikes. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, so this week we're on to number 99, and yep. this week features Mr. One, Mr. Rick Steiner. Rick. Now, 
We had agreed last week that as there's a guy who made the list because of a tag team like Rick Steiner that we would watch one singles and one tag team match. Unfortunately, did not have a chance to see to watch for this a Rick Steiner tag team match. However, I've seen thousands of Rick Steiner tag team matches with the right. Steiner brothers between the WCW and the WWE right. at the time. Yeah. So I, I'm good to just talk about his tag team wrestling. Right. And actually, so, it kind of works out with the match I got. It works. It actually yeah. works that I didn't watch a match. In all fairness, because I mean, when I get to it, when I get to my turn, yeah. I'll describe it. Um, now, so if I remember, yeah, chronologically, we're gonna do these. Right. I was gonna say, if I remember correctly, we were gonna do them chronologically. Yeah. My match was from a episode of WCW Thunder. Okay. On March 9th, nineteen ninety nine. Okay. So both of mine are before yours. Okay. Um, so that actually works. That yeah, you'll do both yours. I'll do yeah. both mine. All right. So let's do your singles match first. Okay. Because so, I want to do my singles um, match first for my story to work. Well, I'm gonna do it chronologically, which is oh, my okay. tag match first. Okay. Fair enough. No, that's fine then. Yeah. That works. Um. So, cause my my tag match is actually um. For the NWA Tag Team Championships, mm-hmm. uh, from Saturday Night WCW. In May twenty third, nineteen ninety two. Okay. Um, so right around the time we were watching the Eddie Gilbert stuff, basically. Right. Um, so it was Steiner Brothers coming in as champions mm-hmm. against NWA um, tag champions. And yes. Okay. NWA Just making tag, sure. Yep. They were the NWA tag champions at this time, um, and they were fighting Ricky Morton and Tracy Smothers. Oh, right? interesting. That's yeah. an interesting team. It was. Um, when was this from? 1992. So, oh, that's a little later than I would have expected. Maybe like yeah. 89, 90. But right. okay, okay. No, yeah. 92, fair enough. Um, I'm with you still. So this match was... Eh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it started out... Scott started out... Nothing really happened. Shoulder check. Monkey flip. Whatever. Right. Arm drag. <clears throat> yep. Um, Rick gets tagged in. One thing I did notice, and... Kind of in both matches. Um, Rick was more like a when they were together. It seemed like Rick was more definitely more the muscle, and Scott was not. Um, I actually saw the same move in both matches. Also, where catches the guy, and then turns around and slams him into yeah, the yeah, turnbuckle yeah. on the other mm-hmm. side of the ring. Yeah, I know the move you're talking about. Um, yeah, so um, <clears throat> they weren't very smooth, but. The cat, yeah. Um, so then... Not very smooth in 92, guys. No. Uh, then, yeah, so the Steiners had advantage, then there was some heel tactics by Morton, which I also found, yeah, the Steiners were the faces, and Morton and Smothers were the heels. Okay. Um, so, yeah, the, they both come in, took Scott... Or Rick down, or thought they took Rick down. Okay. Turn around to celebrate. Double clothesline to their backs. Took them both out. That was pretty good. Yeah. Um, That's always a fun time. Tagging into Scott. Clotheslines are the best. Right. Man. I love a good clothesline. It was fun too because they were both to the back. Like they couldn't see him. It was fun. That's and then cool. um, tag Scott back in. Mm-hmm. What's their finishing move again called? The. Uh, I can't remember. Steiner. Steiner. No. But either way, so Tag Scott is in. it the one where he puts him up on his shoulders and then he comes and clotheslines him off the yeah. top rope? 
Yeah. Is it that move like Legion of Doom used to do? Because they did that for a while. No, it wasn't that. Which move was it? They had a different, couple different moves that they did. Yeah. They did as well. Scott did as a singles wrestler. He had a couple different special moves that were different Steiner and a Steiner liner, the Steiner recliner. Yeah. What was the finisher? Was it the Legion of Doom one or was it something else? Because they because it was off the top rope. Okay. I feel like it wasn't exactly that. Maybe they did a shoulder block instead of yeah, a clothesline. It was Rick coming was. off the top, yeah. right? Yeah, I think he did that's a shoulder block instead right. of a clothesline. Right, and I can't remember what it's called. But, so yeah, Scott tags in, dominates for a minute, tags back in Rick, shoulder block off okay. the top rope. Gotcha. And one, two, three. Okay. Retain the title. Okay. So it was, whatever. I mean, it was very short, four or five minutes, maybe. Okay. Like Out of stars? Star rating? Uh... Can't be much. No, it was a typical. I'd say like two, two, and a quarter, maybe. It's sad. Like it wasn't it's, the best. It's weird to think that from that match you would think that tag team <clears throat> wrestling was um not very good anywhere in 1992 in the United yeah. States. Right. Because it wasn't good in WWE. That was kind of like kind of yeah. getting into the downfall of mm-hmm. it. Just the start of it though. Yeah. But you still had Money Inc. and. I don't even know who else in 92. Yeah. Not the Rockers. No, they had broken up. I think they feuded in 92 yeah. with Sensational Sherry and the mirror getting busted right. over her face. I think all that was... I think the Bushwhackers. 91, 92. That was like the Bushwhackers were still around. Natural disasters, yeah. Yeah. Natural disasters. But, yeah, like I said, it wasn't the best, but... How was the other two guys as a team? It was an unlikely combination for yeah. me. Did they um, seem like I mean, a tag team okay. when they wrestled? They seemed okay. Okay. It was just, I don't know. It just felt like it didn't go long enough. I get and it. And it was kind of chaotic. I mean, it was a short match. Right. So, yeah. And it, it would have been nice to see a little more. I thought it was going to be a little more because like, I saw how long it was from the beginning of the show to the finish because it was the start of the show. Oh, okay. Too. Okay, okay. So, like... Yeah, so I saw how long it was. It was like 15 minutes. I was like, that's dope. There was like eight minutes of bullshit. And and then the match. Two minutes. And then the match. Two minutes of entrances and then the match. I got you. Um, Yeah. But, yeah, not too good. Okay. So, Um, singles match? Singles match was Rick Steiner. He did have Scott at his side. Okay. um, On the outside of the ring. Wait, when was this match from? I'm sorry. I'll get there. Oh, okay. I'll get there. Okay. Uh, so yeah, Rick with Scott's side w- against Jeff Jarrett. Oh, okay. From WCW Nitro, December twenty third, nineteen ninety six. Okay. 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 Things so, have changed. Huh? Yeah, so things have changed. Things have changed completely quite a bit. different. Ninety six <clears throat> from it was ninety two. Um, so I don't know exactly they, what the storylines are coming into this. What personas were the Steiners playing? Were actually, they? that's my first note on here. Uh, so they were actually, yeah, they were in the fucking Michigan shit. Still? Okay. Um, yeah. I couldn't remember was, how far along they were yeah, that still. So this was definitely before that. Okay. Um, and then Jarrett was in his classic white, that stripe, you know what I'm talking about. He still have long hair? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um... So then basically, Good for him. yeah, so it starts out. His hair was all right, so I'm going to tell, before I get into this, because this is about the opposite of what happened um, to us one time. Okay. So remember uh, at Seth Proof over on the Six Trends pod. Uh, I remember that guy. Yes. One night he stayed up drinking and watching wrestling. <laughs> the next Hulk day. Hulk Hogan won. Right. The next day. Oh, particularly he was watching WrestleMania 9. 
And so the next day, he's all excited because he doesn't watch that much wrestling. Like, he secretly does. And I hope he hears this because we know you watch. We know. Oh, yeah, we know you watch wrestling, Uh, dude. So... When you're talking about RKO's out of nowhere and shit. Like, we're on to you. (laughs) We we do. We know. Um, So... When we came up, woke up the next morning, Seth was so excited that he watched wrestling. And he's like, do you guys know who won the main event match between Bret Hart and Yokozuna of WrestleMania 9? And we're like, oh yeah, Yokozuna. And he's like, no, motherfucking Hulk Hogan. <laughs> and he was just like so proud of himself. And we're he like, was, yeah, <clears throat> it was so good. It was dope. Okay, so this is the opposite of that. You want to know who won the match between uh, Rick Steiner, or who lost the match between Rick Steiner and Jeff Jarrett? Scott Steiner? Motherfucking fake Sting. <laughs> right? What? I don't know. Okay, so break this down. What happened? You gotta <laughs> okay. tell me this. I'm, I'm, you I know. a great match, dude. This exactly. is the best singles match I ever So, did. it was very awkward the first. Like, Jarrett took... So, NWO was already a thing. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Like, there was an awkward takedown by Rick at first, which was really weird. Like, he looked like he was going for a submission, but he was just, like, rubbing his arm on his face. Okay. And just moving around his body. Like, just he wouldn't, like, real him wrestling just and get it. Him it was just weird. Just trying um, to give him a nice little hook. And then he uh, he caught Jarrett, random in turnbuckle. That's that same move from the last match. Right. Here, uh, four and a half years later. Mm-hmm. Exact same match yeah. thing. All right. Of course. So Jarrett starts to get in the ha- upper hand, and then all of a sudden... Fake Sting comes down the ring to the ring, like what the fuck? And you know the announcer's like, "Oh look, it's Sting!" And uh, and then like, "No, that's not Sting!" And like, it's fucking fake Sting. You right? Know, you remember that? Right? Guy? I remember Fake Sting. Right. He was so in WO for what? He goes to attack Jarrett. Mm-hmm. Who? Rick Steiner clotheslines uh, Fake Sting. Yeah, that way he doesn't stop. The they match. beat the shit out of him for a second. Jarrett. Pins fake sting. The referee counts one, two, three. They cut to commercial. And you wonder why WCW no longer exists. <laughs> right? Like, Vince wasn't even there no yet. Clue. What the fuck? Like, I mean, I get fake sting interfering and then they call him the match or whatever, but like, why did the ref... How did that work with a pinfall and a guy right. that wasn't in the one singles match? So, like, I have Was no this clue. like a 24 7? Championship, I don't know about or something. No, that okay. was just a one-on-one match between those two. What would you rate the match? Uh, the match itself. Oh, yeah. it was a dud. Like I figured, it sounded no like stars. It. Like okay. they did absolutely nothing before Fake Sting got involved. Yeah, and it was just. And I watched that shit religiously, dude. Right? What the fuck was wrong with that? Like, yeah, as a wrestling we match. We the product now. Yeah, now they would do something shit like that now. No. Nothing like that would fly no. now. Ever happen? Oh my god, dude, but, that's ridiculous. Yeah, and it made no sense. Like and I don't understand. Referees make bad calls all the time. Right, but how could you like forget who was in the match and right. who wasn't? It made no sense. Okay. It was the weirdest. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Fuck. So, um, but I will say, um, my main takeaways, or do you want to do yours first, and then we'll do takeaways. Of Rick? Uh, no, do your takeaway okay. first. I'm actually interested in your takeaway because I want to. Okay, so my takeaway. I think we'll You do yours. I'll tell my whole my takeaway, and then we'll compare or go from there with whatever interesting we find about each right. other's takeaways. Although they're probably similar, but right. Okay. So my my takeaways was Rick himself was more of a one trick pony. He was he was the Genetti of the team. I mean, 
And I hate to say that, I mean, Scott Steiner's weird, but he was definitely the better of the two. Um, Rick just looked like he was in there for the muscle. He doesn't seem like he has that much of a character. Um, because of his tag team stuff and the thing with he does did with his brother, I kind of agree that he should be 99. That's perfectly fine. They held, I mean, they look good with those NWA championship belts. They look like good tag team. On his own, I see no appeal in Rick, Rick Steiner. So, that's that's my opinion. Same fucking person. <laughs> um, so, I watched Rick Steiner versus Hugh Morris, which, <clears throat> I gotta read this to make sure. Okay. I wrote this down three times, because I read it, and I was like, that's wrong. That's not how you spell Morris. And I fixed it, and then I right. saw it again, and I'm like, what the fuck? And I changed it, and I'm like, wait, that's not right. M O R R U S. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck? I remember that. That is stupid. Yeah, I do like the humorous joke because mm-hmm. he was tried to be a Riddler like character. Something. Yeah, because he had question marks all over his pants with Jimmy Hart. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, he was part of Jimmy Hart's first family. Okay, according to Tony Schiavone, Mike Tanay, and Bobby the Brain Heenan. Nice. And again, mine's from Thunder. Oh. March 9th, 1999. Okay. You already know how I'm at. It's Thunder. Yeah. You know how good this match yeah. is going to be. And it's uh-huh. Rick Steiner versus Hugh Morris. Okay, right. so. Uh, Rick Steiner comes to the ring first. He's wearing his a traditional leather, Rick Steiner leather jacket. His wrestling gear's red. I mean, it looks fine. It's nothing wrong. I'm just saying it was red. And he's got his jacket on. And it's got, like, instead of, like, spikes, like the Legion of Doom, it's got these two, like, or metal bulldogs that are probably like this high up off the jacket and there's like two of them I think they were bulldogs I didn't write down I think I remember that I didn't write it down I just put dog statue on the shoulder pads like Legion of Doom Spikes was the note I wrote down for this that's a good note too dog statue shoulder pads like Legion of Doom Spikes (laughs) so good so descriptive Mm -hmm. Uh, it tells you everything you need to know that's what it was basically and it was really just (sighs) I don't even know it looked weird and the thing is, I remember that, and I'm like, why did that not bug me? Like, that looks stupid. Like, I don't know. Um, Hugh comes down. Um, he's obviously, as far as singles matches go, he's a more experienced guy. He's a guy that WCW at that time, and as as known, was part of development for WWE for quite a while, was humorous. Mm-hmm. Humorous. And I can't remember his real name. Yeah. I'm trying to. Uh, Joe. He's not involved anymore right. in WWE. He might develop wrestler somewhere. But the point stands is that that was his role. And they made, the announcers made it feel like this is Rick Steiner, like he would got hurt. That was kind of, like it made it seem like Scott hurt him and put him out. And this is his comeback from a shoulder injury and his start of his singles career. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense. You go against Hugh Morris, that's a good guy to start off your singles career. He can work with anybody, you know. Yeah. He wasn't the best in the ring, but he could give you a solid match. He can give you experience. And I've heard it from a lot of wrestlers, the reps, getting in and doing it over and over and over again is how you get good at it. Right. So that's exactly what Hugh Morris is there for, is let mm-hmm. the guys do these things over and over and over. Um, the fans in the building only seem interested at barking at the appropriate times during either his entrance music, in mm-hmm. which he barks, and or when he would bark and like run around the yeah. ring or bark at ringside or whatever and that's all the fans seemed to care about was getting the opportunity to bark along with Rick Stein that was that, that stuck sense. out very very much um it's you've 
it was a Steiner, a classic Steiner Brothers tag team match mm-hmm. without Scott. <laughs> and I'm not joking. Like yeah. it's and, and it goes exactly with what you said. Like yeah. a couple times I'm pretty sure on a muscle memory he started to try and go for a tag and then remembered he was in a singles match and couldn't tag. Like it wasn't like a real blatant like obviously oh you know he's not there. Yeah. But it it almost was like he start and then it's like, No, I can't do that. His timing was horrible. Mm-hmm. Um he big muscle moves. He was there to throw guys around and he did one in particular where like uh he caught like um, they're running off the ropes t- towards each other, and Hugh mm-hmm. goes for a um, uh, leapfrog, okay. and instead of going clear over him, Rick catches him waist and like caught him and just like suplexed him back, and like moves like that. That was the whole right. thing, and shoulder blocks, and right. and they kept talking about his shoulder injury. Like they didn't have anything to say about Hugh Morris in this whole fucking match, except for Rick Steiner just did this to Hugh Morris. Uh, Hugh got a little offense in, not much. Rick Steiner hits a bulldog off the top row for the win. Standing bulldog, he gets completely up to his feet. Bulldogs him off the top. Standard wrestling maneuver. Nothing fancy, nothing flashy, but it's Rick Steiner. Um, I was going to go with my, but, like, basically, that's also everything Rick Steiner does in a tag team match. So I also just described Mm -hmm. a Steiner Brothers tag team match to you as well, because that's what, like... I understand now in retrospect why Scott became a bigger star and I didn't get it then. It's the same thing. I've went back and watched Harlem Heat stuff and I get mm-hmm. why Big Booker T ended up becoming a bigger star than Stevie Ray. Yeah. Uh, not that Stevie Ray wasn't good. Booker T was just that much better. Right. And it was kind of the same thing with these two guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I would not go as far... or I'm sorry, I would agree with you that he was the Marty Jannetty of the tag mm-hmm. team. Not that Scott Steiner was a Shawn Michaels. No. But no. in WCW, he was a legit superstar for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a believable, legit top guy for quite a while, yeah. too. And I believe he had a good run in TNA, even though I know it's where he did his math shit and stuff. Right. I'm yeah, glad I mean, he, he cut some of the best promos. And <laughs> he uh, still is. I know. I like. I don't get why Dribs doesn't like him. I like, don't either. He's got the peaks for his freaks. Holler if you hear me. <laughs> Uh, Freezilla, yeah. man. Um, so I would have given this match like a, a 1.75. It was maybe four and a half minutes long. I didn't time it, but it wasn't very long. Um, so, yeah. yeah um, I don't really have anything else to say. It was cool yeah. seeing Jimmy Hart. He didn't have a megaphone. He was just there. Oh. His jacket wasn't as loud as normal either, but it was also 99, yeah. so things had changed a yeah, lot by 99. A lot. Um, so next week... Uh, number 98 is a professional wrestler by the name of Gino Hernandez who before tonight I had never heard of it turns out that he was a WCCW wrestler is that the correct is that the promotion I believe you said earlier BJ's got a little description on the guy that he read us earlier Uh, here we go yeah he was god damn it he was god damn it Uh, he was that was beautiful Um, a very popular wrestler in Tejas, Tejas. That's Texas, Texas. Uh, Tejas. who garnered many regional titles in WCCW. See, you're right. And the San Antonio promotions, whatever. I don't know any of those. Uh, Hernandez, right, we didn't live there. He loved the nightlife and the wrestling lifestyle. Me too. He and Chris Adams were a good young tag team that feuded with the Von Erichs in the early Adams. 80s. Who's Chris Adams? So, I know that name. Um... Well, we should look it up. We have the technology. We do. We got the power to do that. 
we have the power to do that. It's text messages, though. That's not going to allow me to Google search anything. Uh, oh, you've already got it, don't you? Yep, Gentleman Chris Adams. He had to wrestle somewhere. That guy. Yeah, I recognize him. Yeah. I don't remember exactly what from, but I recognize him. Yeah, obviously I can't show you guys it. WCW, I'm guessing. Yeah, WCCW. Okay, he was actually the world heavyweight champion at WCCW. So this could this should be really fun then. Yeah. This is this is the thing I'm most looking forward to is seeing matches from wrestlers I've never seen matches before. Right. And I think that's why I like, in my opinion, from the matches I've seen, Eddie Gilbert should be ahead of Rick Steiner. Yes. Me too. We should keep track of that. Okay. How do we share that with everybody, though, without reading the whole fucking thing every week? If we start doing that, we're going to have to do two podcasts every fucking week, dude. Um, Let us know. think about this, but yeah. right now we're or only two men, in my opinion, Eddie Gilbert is number 99. Maybe we do, like, a Google document we can share with the buds yeah. on Twitter or That's something. That's what I was kind of thinking. Um, we can just type it up. Yeah. Do a nice little Excel thing, put whatever matches and what we'd rated them and... Just keep a whole spreadsheet and then do each a tab for each of our own personal 100s. As we go through, we'll move our our people down. It's like okay, so right now we have 199, and now we're gonna add Gino. And where does he is he better than these two guys? Right. We just keep doing that until we place everybody. Yeah. And then we do an entire episode, like a bonus episode, Mm -hmm. like this one, where we just talk about our top 100 and go through the whole fucking thing. Yeah, I'm down with that. If you guys think that's a good idea, let us know. Right. Or if you don't tell us to fuck off. Right. Uh, we'll have uh, we'll have our whatever. our Twitter handles here at the end of the episode. I've decided I'm gonna put them in before right. the music hits, and we'll have Michelangelo hit the music after the credits. So possibly he that's his job. That's what he gets paid for. Right. That's why he's at the mic. Uh, he hits the music. That's his job. Okay. That's what I pay him for. So we are telling him our twitters right now. No, no, no. We're gonna record. We're gonna do it at the end. Like I'm gonna put it in at the end of the episode. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, so uh, that way I can put it on both episodes because right. we forgot to do it in the last one. Okay. Because we forget things sometimes because right. wrestling's so much to remember. So I guess we'll get Do we have anything that. else? Uh, I don't I think so. I think that's about it. We went almost another hour, so I think we're good here. Yep. I think we'll uh, wrap this one up, guys. Um, thanks yep. for uh, listening, as always. We love you guys. And follow us and subscribe and stuff. We'll give you that here in just a second. That'll come into your ear holes. All right. And until next time, thanks. I guess I already said things. Until next time. Thanks for watching, buds. That's BJ over there. Und, that's Daryl over there. And, uh... See you. See you. Peace. Out. Chicka, chicka, wow, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's up, buds? What's up? Uh, so, I guess you're all wild. They're wondering, you know, we're listening to these guys on this dope podcast, but where Super can we find dope them? podcast. And where are they? Where can we find them on social media? And where can we ask them them que- their, some questions? You can find us in Daryl Gunn's living room. Uh, also on <laughs> on on the Twitter at Buds WW, uh, at BudsWW at gmail.com. Not the first app, but the second one is important. Uh, you can get me at Daryl underscore guns, D A W R E double L underscore guns. Uh, and you can get me at Beej2004. That's B W E J 2004. And that's on the Twitter machine. And, uh, you can also uh, find us out there on iTunes, Google Play, mm-hmm. uh, wherever you find your podcast most likely. Yeah, if it's not there, switch where you're getting your podcast from. Because yeah. 
were, were yeah. worth having and like were worth listening to. And if you happen to be, you know, like a uh, a, a or you want to sponsor us, well, we totally will accept it. And you don't have to pay us money. You can just no. give us coffee. Yeah. Because we like coffee. I love music. We we like your liquid product. You don't have to sell us your food products. Just sponsor us for the liquid products, man. Yeah. Nice. Uh, leave us a like uh, yeah. or a comment kind of. or a five star review or any star review. Yeah. Just tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Tell us what we can make better. Tell us what you want to bring back. Share your questions. Yeah. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Tell everybody. Everybody. All right. Thanks, guys. Peace out. Love you.